Welcome to Shame Ed Delicious. Uh, one take only. Uh, I forgot to press record. So yeah, it is one take because you didn't fucking record the first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. first take only. Uh, with my guest Tadawa Malonge, we are at the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, yeah, Tad, you are doing your uh, first show. First show. Speaking of which, um, this is going to be such a side note, but it just came back into my mind. My had a, I had anxiety really badly in the afternoon today. Mm-hmm. Odawale uh, said, Michael, Michael Odawale is a comedian. He's very good. He's better than me. I like Mike. Um, he, he's, um, he sent a text of like a, a comic, uh, Sean Davis, uh, yeah. had, uh, tweeted, uh, some comedian had uh, introduced themselves to a waiter in a cafe as uh, what I'm hotly tipped to be one of the best newcomers of the year. <sighs> what fucked me off about it is people are going to think that was me. I don't want to kill myself. Because that's some shit that I would do. I, I, I would never say it. Tadawa, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, is he going to say that was him? Oh, no. That sounds like a Tadawa. Tadawa, listen. Myself. Tad is oh. a is a funny guy, but oh. there's there's never been a more cocky new comedian. <laughs> like I started with Jack Whitehall, and he and he had some humility. <laughs> Tad was like, Tad, uh, can I see? I see Tad was post. Tad was like, yeah, I'm hotly tipped, but I'm not surprised. I'm like, this fucking dude. This, there is no comf- There is no like, you know, when you meet a comedian and they have. Like some form of just, like they're just, you know, like even me, like I, I, I could come across quite cocky and quite flashy, but deep down, even today, I'm like, it's all purely insecurities, yeah. like very obviously insecurities. Yeah. And I know you've got your insecurities as well, Absolutely. but this guy, <laughs> well, the, what gets me about you is you type it. <laughs> Whereas most people's arrogance, you would type it and then you'd go delete. But he goes, no, no, not only is this going to be a Facebook status, an Instagram story, this is also going to be a post as well because they they need it. It's so funny. You're like... Your new act, yeah. like new co- comedians, how long have you been going for now? About five and a bit years. About five and a bit years. So all your comedians who you started with, yeah. most of them, I'm assuming oh, they must hate you. <laughs> purely, purely because you, yeah. you, you're cocky as fuck, but you also back it up because you are funny. You are doing really well in comedy. <laughs> And I, this is the thing, I've become less and less cocky with time because I've, like you said, it was posturing. No, 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 no. Listen, tell, tell, listen, listen, this, listen, listen, this is the whole episode. It's just talking about Tano Evelonga. Go give him a follow, he's very funny. His, his show is going to be I'm great. not even that cocky. Dude, I heard this, dude, this is how cocky you are, right? <laughs> oh, don't say this story. You know which story I'm going to talk about. So, um, for, oh, for, for, the for any non-comedians, oh. there's a there's a there's a um, a, a showcase at the Fringe <laughs> called the Pleasant Reserve, oh, and it's yeah. really great. And what makes it such a good um, such a great thing to do is that you, they pay for you to come to the Fringe. Mm. You do 10, 15 minutes every night. Uh, and it's a great way to be seen in one of the best venues. And it's a, it's a cost-free fringe. There's only benefits from it, no negatives. Anyway, you have to audition for it. I've done it before. Loads of other comedians you know have done it. The, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive, the comedians who have done it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Tad is doing uh, his, his like run through because you've got to perform in front of the people who decide, you know, that you can do the showcase. So it's like a, they have a comedy night with uh, loads of comedians. How many comedians was it? Uh, uh, it there's about, tw- yeah, there's about 20 of them audition. Anyway. This guy is aud- is auditioning. <laughs> now, this is what I was told by two separate people. By two separate, two separate. Lines. Dude, dude, it got around. Uh, I was told 
by 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 one person. Oh, I don't want to do this podcast. I was told by one person who said he refused to sit with all the other acts. <laughs> he refused to sit. Not, so you, I don't know where you sat. You sat like in the audience or something. You sat away from them, and then you wrote. Please tell me what it was that you wrote. Because you... right, so this is what actually happened. Genuine, I, and you know me. I don't tell lies. No. I don't tell lies. Um, so um, what? Uh, I was really fucking nervous because here's the I lost every competition. The only competitions I've won were like uh, King Gong and shit like this. Like, exactly the same. I lost every competition. So because because well, I'm like a I'm a serial loser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I was like, not, if you, uh, this, I get it. This I get is it. Not cool, but like Drake has a lyric where he's like, it, being number two is just being the first to lose. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I feel. That's how like, my mom raised me. I was never allowed to fail. Fair so, enough. So, um, uh, when I'm at competitions, I like to like separate myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I, if I'm watching everyone else kill, I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, I'm, I'm not gonna be fucking good. I'm terrible. So. I went into the separate dressing room because I played Kiri's gig at the Pleasants. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Suspiciously funny. Great gig. Really good gig. She, great gig. She makes it so fucking Yeah, awful. such a good egg, Kiri. Um, so uh, I knew there was a, a separate dressing room that I could go to. Uh-huh. And I know the other acts knew. So I put on my private story <laughs> to my close friends. Too many of comedians, which, dude. One of which must be... I mean, I did, a, I did several clear outs. But um, <laughs> fucking rats. But <laughs> um, my close friends, I posted. Lewis doesn't sit with all the other drivers. That was it. I was thinking Formula One, but was it a thought? For- Lewis doesn't sit with a. You hear this guy sponsored by Mercedes. Are you are you out of your? I can't imagine. And the thing is, you had comedians on that yeah. group and. Dude, it must have yeah. got in there before you got on stage. <laughs> I reckon that had got passed around because the MC yeah. of the gig yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, we heard." Was that Josh Jones? Was it? Josh Jones. Yeah, he really? told Josh. I think. Oh, what rats, El Rata. Josh is my boy. Leave Josh. Josh told me, and I. Josh wasn't in my program. Josh is lovely. Oh yeah, Josh is a great dude. He told me, and I was like, this, and then I, that's when I saw you and went, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" <laughs> Well, I gave him like uh, like like a brother who came from the army yeah. type chat. Like I'm his older brother from the army, and I'm like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? I didn't. I'm not serving for you." Like, that's how it is. In oh, fairness, since, like, you, since you said that to me, and that, and that did help me a lot. Thank God. You haven't heard a thing. No, I haven't heard it. Thank God. It's yeah. too early in your career for early. people to be like, oh, is this, that, the other? Because yeah. in, in comedy, in showbiz, forget comedy, we're in showbiz. It's a collaborative industry. Yeah. And people are like, who do you want to work with? Who do you want to spend all day on set with? Nobody yeah. wants to be working with somebody who they think is like fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what does make me laugh, though. Yeah. I like it when you put Drake lyrics for stuff. That, <laughs> it, it makes me laugh because you'll put a Drake lyric and I'm like, yeah, I could kind of get that. I, I want to post it myself, but I get that. <laughs> I like that. No, the, it's it's for it's to. I get it. Feel, I get it. Feel it's like manifestation. It's like when you're doing your show. Yeah. Your intro music. Yeah. Is so key. Yeah. Like when you do your show tonight, I've got my playlist all set up. My intro playlist, yeah. outro, my introduction music. I've got yeah. certain music that I say, "Welcome to the stage." The bass kicks in as soon as I walk out. You Bye. want yeah. all of that because you want to feel like, yeah, man, this is this is me. You want to get pumped up with whatever your music is before yeah. you go out there and 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 get on stage because, you know, um, like you. So there's uh, let's let's talk about black comedians yeah, yeah, in this yeah. in in because I don't really know many of the newer guys. Like this you, is a brutal thing. There's a group called Clout Niggers. Clout Niggers. <laughs> hey, 
I'm into that. Who's hang on, hang on. Let me let me guess the guess, clout guess niggas. The clout niggas. Michael Adewale. Yeah. Michael, yeah, Michael Adewale's in there. He, he's probably like Sergeant Clout nigga. <laughs> Uh, you think that, but I'm actually, I, I, I actually won't say who. Um, guess me, the five. So there's Michael. five. You, Michael. Oh, um, your boy that you just mentioned. Mamoon? Yes. Mamoon, yeah. Yeah, Mamoon. I don't really know him. Again, Mamoon. Um, <sighs> see, this is where it gets difficult because everybody I'm naming, I'm, I'm assuming everybody you're naming has been doing comedy six years or less. Yeah, six or less, but minimum like four. Uh, and and they're, they're, all, they're all men? All men. Okay. <sighs> Oh, this is hard. I'm trying to think of like. You just cancelled out Kyra Gray, then. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Kyra, Kyra Gray's out there. I'm trying to think of like your. This is how bad it is. I only know the. I only know from my like. I don't know any that young because I don't really gig with them. Because obviously you know this already. How often do you gig with Michael? Uh, like not super often. Yeah, yeah. They book one of us on. Okay, tell me, <laughs> tell me, who, tell me who the clout niggas. This is. Uh, you know what? I love this. Andrew Mensa and Benny. Oh, Andrew Mensa, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Be yeah, Bemi, yeah. That's four. That's that's five. And me. And Bemi said, "Oh yeah, five. There was a there was a night where, um, in my defense, everything I did was with the right intentions. Everything I do was with the right intentions. Just comes off fucked up. Of course, I was poorly socialized. I was in my Of course. Yeah. So, um, it was Michael supporting Neil Brennan. Oh, wicked. At Leicester Square Theatre. It was really sick. I had a gig." Um, in uh, it was uh, somewhere in Kent, close enough. To mm. So I come as quickly as I can. Clout niggas, you've been, you've been Neil Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Neil Brennan, dude. Like yeah. I remember loving Neil Brennan in 2006 before I started stand up. Yeah, because he was Chappelle show, and I was yeah. so into it. And then I started stand up around 07. And yeah, Neil Brennan's a man. If there's like, if there's a white comic that the clout niggas yeah. have to go and like see, you have to see, and he's a, and he's a solid. Because Michael was doing tour support. And also... Jeez, that's his clout way. This, yeah. is what, this is what it's about. You're yeah, all like in London, you're all in showbiz. Doing the thing for each other. You're, yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting less competitive. I'm very with the story. Yeah. I'll come back. To yeah, that. come back to I'm that. I'm getting less competitive over time. I was talking to Kiri about this Good. Um, on Sunday. Um, at the uh, uh, St. Albans Comedy Garden. Mm. Um, I, I was just taught, you've got to beat everyone. That's just how I was raised. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's a weird... not a great attitude. So like the first step is I stopped competing with black people. Yeah. Because your success is my success. Yeah. The message is your success. Because we both open doors for each other. Completely. After, the, after this newcomer bullshit is out of the way, mm -hmm. there's nothing else to, there's no other competition because it all no. becomes subjective because we all become so good at comedy that we all establish our own lanes so firmly. It's difficult to compare apples and oranges. That's why like um, uh, new, the, the newcomer thing is so mm. like, uh, it's, it's, like the, it's like the last... Dance yeah, it, it it get it gets sort of pushed on you. Yeah. Cause I remember when I was did my debut. Yeah, I never thought about it because I've, it seemed like such a far away dream for me. Yeah. I never thought about it. I just was like, God, just have a good show and do all this. Yeah. And there's so many distractions at Edinburgh. You don't think about it, but like obviously you would have you would have seen your name in like the top ten. You know, shows to see, best newcomers, and everyone sort of saying this to you. Yeah. It becomes hard. I don't know. Are any are any clout niggas doing? New, new, only only Mamoon, and it broke Ma my heart. Mamoon as well. Yeah, uh, broke my Shit, heart. Shit, there's gonna be, there's gonna be. I don't, don't want to have that fucking. There's gonna be one of you. There's friends. a good chance there's gonna be one of you. Hopefully, there's two. But there's been two before. Me and me and Kwame both got. Uh, really? Me and Kwame both got newcomer together at the same That's time. Lovely, man. Michael Adewale and uh, I want to say it might have been Sophie Duca. 
fucked. Or there was really? yeah, and me in London in 2019 as well. So yeah. they do, they definitely do do that. It's yeah. but I know what you're saying about like. Because comedy does not work if you're competing with each other. No. The only time it feels like you're competing is when you do competitions. But like yeah. now, doing these shows, it's so, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's so far away. The, the reason why um, like the newcomer thing is so important to me is because I've, I, fuck it, I've dumped 8K in the show. We are at different points in our financial can I, can I Can I just say without yeah. um, pulling my dick out and showing who's is bigger, yeah. I honestly think I might have doubled that for yeah. this. And, 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 I, and it, I haven't sold out. It's a fuck it. It's, yeah. But where you're at, it's it's a wild amount of money. A wild amount. And, of we're, money. and you're 31 now, right? 35, bro. 35. Yeah. I'm 26. I just turned. Jesus! I did my first show when I was 29, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Well, I just turned 26. Big last up, man. Week. Big up. So dude. it's like that amount of money to me is a lot of money. And so I'm not paying the money to have fun. I'm paying the money to come to Edinburgh to push my career forward. Completely. And it's a showcase. It's a showcase. The best way to push my career forward is to be it helps. on that list. It helps. I can't control this. Yeah. But to every extent that I can, I'm trying to Jose Mourinho. <clears throat> Do you want a, a little bit of uh, Darren Harriet sage advice Please. when it comes to the newcomer thing? Oh, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy! Look at him, look at him. Came here for some fucking advice. Um, you know what really has helped me on two occasions with both my shows? So the judging panel, um, weirdly, I know most of them. Yeah. I've worked with most of them. Yeah. Uh, I know them by face. So like if they come when they come to my show, I'll be like, oh boy, there we are. They so what happens, how the judging panel works is there's initially quite a few scouts yeah. who are normally quite young, they come see shows. They don't get here until maybe like the 10th and 12th. So they're not they're not here at the beginning. Yeah. They come they come quite later on. They come like two weeks in. Everyone's show is red hot. Your show's gonna be on fire. Yeah. What happens is they come to the show and then they tell they have meetings each day and they tell each other. They go, oh, we saw Tadawa's show. Yeah. Make sure you guys go and see it. Okay. Then they'll go see it. Then they'll come back the next day and they'll be like, all right. Now we all need to go again. They will see your show at least three, four times Damn, before they make their decision. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. what is key? And I, I will say this. What helped me get nominated for best show in 2019 was I added a joke every day. And the show I started with was, was different to the show I ended with because it was better. The toppers were better. And I knew when they came in on the 14th, they came in again on the 20th. Guess what they were seeing? Some new bits thrown in. Sure. Some new toppers. Some me changing. And they... Really appreciate it. And I spoke to someone who works for Edinburgh and they said that was one of the reasons that really helped with Sam yeah, yeah, last yeah. year because they saw Sam and every time they saw Sam, there was new bits. Shit. Yeah, because Sam new, was new, Yeah, new bits yeah. thrown in. So um, they, they get there midway through. But I'm telling you, dude, like just remember that with Edinburgh, uh, somebody described it to me. It's like a gym. You're yeah. just it's you're just in a gym. You're working out. You're making yeah. your show better. And then guess what happens? When you leave the gym, that's it. That's there's, it. No, there's no gym. So don't get too in your head about like, Oh, fringe pig review. Motherfucker, you think 20th, 28th of August, anyone's looking at fringe pig? No one gives a fuck about that at all. So just stay in your lane and make sure you have stuff outside of the fringe. Well, that's the thing that um, that I met. It's both it's both good and bad. I work in um, the day job uh, three days a week. What the fuck? Yeah. You're working a day job while you're doing your debut show at the Fringe. I'm, 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 Give this guy the MVP, <laughs> my G. <laughs> Holy fuck. Dude, wow. Well, last year I left with such a, I, last year I did the reserve and it was free and I still left with like a 3K hole. So, oh, so you're just, you're do, obviously you're doing it for the money to sort yeah. of pay off. Yeah. Wow. Because, so you know, Holy fucking, shit. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not, okay, let's say I come to Edinburgh, I don't get nominated. 
which is a likelihood, man. That's like yeah, a yeah, could happen. Chance that happens. Could happen. So like, um, uh, let's say I come and I, I come away with nothing, and I also lose a shit ton of money. Like that's the worst. Of I the I'm telling you now. So like, um, I know I know that I remember I remember when I got nominated for best newcomer. And Rob Kemp did as well for Elvis's Dead show. Yeah. And he wasn't there for his photo shoot. Yeah. He had to go, because he was working at a hospital. He had to go to work. Yeah, so we had like nice. a little cutout of Rob. <laughs> and we had to hold it up. Yeah, we had to go to work, man. But I'm um, telling you, dude, like, yeah. do your show. Yeah. Get into a rhythm. Yeah. Don't drink too much, man. Yeah, no. Don't drink too. If you're gonna drink, like drink, like maybe do like don't don't get drunk every night. It's too easy. There's all these stupid parties you have to go to and all this thing. Don't you don't really have to do. Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not right that I don't like go. But I, I just I want to go. I'm if it's like your this. first debut, I'd say go and say hello and just just get yeah. used to it. But like, don't be like you know your first show is tomorrow. Don't be getting home at two one a.m. Like, well, I went bullshit. to Ori's house yeah. last year, and he had the he had the Ori lives up here. Ori, Ori was here last year. Oh, he was, yeah. He had, and like, yeah. he had the full 40, 40 inch screen. You know what Ori's like. I, I know, Ori's Ori, like me. Ori's me and Ori are like, just, <laughs> what, yeah, just like, what what big bit of tech can we spend money on? So I, I like, he had so much, he had just, he had home. Yeah, this man. This year, I, I just got the TV delivered. I got like, my place, it feels like a, like home. Yeah, wicked. Um, so like, um, I've, I've not, I'm not splashed. That's what you want. It's like a, like, the student room of yeah. a kid who had like well-off parents. Like, nice. That's, that's, that's what. You, who, who are you staying with? No idea. They're not arrived yet. Oh, okay. Just four randoms. Just four randoms. Like, Neil Brennan. Yes, Neil Brennan. Oh, Neil market. Brennan. I know someone in the comments is going. Uh, I know. I'm gonna get it. People will be like, "Where's Owen and Alice when you need about producers?" Because this is. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So we're at Neil Brennan, and this is what they did to fuck me up. So I got there late because I was doing a gig. Of course. But like, um, I did. I kind of saw the very end of Michael's set. Yeah. And da Daniel Kalua was there. Oh, wicked! So they both spotted Daniel Kalua, and so they, ben, ben was yeah, it was Bemi and Andrew Mensah. Yeah. They were like, we want to see you talk to Daniel Kalua because you've used his quote on every fucking. And I'm there. I'm Go walking on. in, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> can I do, can I just interrupt you there? Speaking of Neil Brennan, Neil Brennan has a greatest quote about yeah. meeting celebrities. He goes, yeah. "Hanging out with celebrities is like hanging out with the cops because you're always like, okay, am I am I okay? Am I okay? Am I cool? <laughs> yeah. Like it's always stuck with me. It's such a good quote for hanging it's out with so celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, how do I look? Oh, geez, does he know? Does he know I'm weird? Oh no, oh, I'm like, oh. it's such a great quote. So, Daniel Kaluuya is so like down, so such cool. a good dude. Cause he used to so, do like, like sketch comedy as well yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real base in comedy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, man. And out of that, oh shit, I'm a good actor. Actually, oh, guys, shit, I'm a great actor. Actually, guys, I'm a. Uh, was he? Is he Emmy nominated and all sorts? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like. I, mm -hmm. I remember. I remember seeing him at uh, Harry Enfield show. Yeah, as uh, I saw him in Skins as a kid. Skins. He was in Skins as well. Mad. That's the thing about like. Especially for us as comedians, yeah. I you know we could the thing about being a comedian is we can kind of do anything in this yeah, game. Yeah, that, yeah. It doesn't really. I mean, look at like Brett Goldstein for example. Perfect. Like he's literally Hercules in Marvel films now, and it's like <laughs> I remember doing Ninety Nine Club Kubar with him, where we're just dying in front of like four people, yeah. and then he's off uh, being a double Emmy winning. It's like it's amazing what we can. Amazing. But it, you know what? Here's the thing. I love the idea of the clout niggers. Yeah. I like that. I like the name. I like what it is. Cause I like, here's the thing about comedians, right? Yeah. I like, I, 
Like, I, I, I joke about you being cocky and whatnot, but I like cocky, flashy, hey. <laughs> I got, what was the first thing you brought that you went, raw? I just brought myself this for, like, out of your gig money where you went, raw, this is like, I feel like a rapper right now. Like, I feel uh, like a baller. Balenciaga. Balenciaga, <laughs> I remember you yeah. posted it. And yeah. I, I think I liked it and I was like, that is gig money yeah. right there. <laughs> That's gig money. I'm buying myself- 23 years of age. <laughs> I'm, bu- I'm buying myself 200 odd pounds and it's not mommy and daddy's money. No. It's 200 odd pounds, Balenciaga. Every comic has it. 750. Jesus, what am, I, what am I talking about? 750 Balenciaga. Bro, Um, mine was uh, the Louboutins right there. The, yeah. the, those uh, 890, I brought them just before, <laughs> just before I did the live at the Apollo. Literally just before I did live at the Apollo, and oh guess, a, and guess what? I don't think I wore them. <laughs> I don't think did I wore. You put them on taxes. I don't. Yeah, everything goes on taxes, yeah, everything right? Goes on taxes. Everything goes on taxes, right? Everything. Yeah. For real, man, it's such yeah. a good feeling because I like that with rappers. I mean, with with comedians because I, I talk about this all the time, especially with female comedians. I've, I've spoke to them all where I talk about how when I started out in comedy, watching TV and comedy, as male comedians dressed like absolute fucking garbage. Yeah, like yeah, horrendous yeah. jeans, ripped t-shirt. I remember the um, and it, uh, Ed Burns laughed about this before where, about the, the the ripped trousers with the the blazer over a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, oh. Female comics never were allowed to dress like proudly feminine. There was yeah. a point where they felt like they had to sort of wear a suit to fit in, and I yeah, always meant to look like they had to look like uh, those uh, ugly dudes that they yeah. Had and I remember, um, I always mention this. I remember the first female comic I ever saw do a TV spot in this country. America was like way ahead. I mean, Sarah yeah. Silverman and whatnot was way ahead. Joan was um, Joan, Joan Rivers, exactly. Spice till the death. Ooh, yeah. one, of the, one of the goats, man. Doesn't get the respect yeah. she deserves. Yeah. I remember seeing Andy Osho. Yeah. Remember Andy Osho? I think she opened, for, I think it was McIntyre's Roadshow. Roadshow, it's on YouTube. She was wearing like a black ball gown. Damn. And I remember thinking to myself, "Raw, is she about to sing a Bond theme?" Because <laughs> it was so out there. I'd never seen a comic, yeah. a female comic, dress so like for the moment. And yeah. then ever since then, obviously Catherine Ryan, Sarah Pascoe, I mean Kiri. What an example of just like how you dress on stage. Rachel Fairburn, yeah. like they, 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 there's no shame. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they buy new outfits. They look amazing. And yeah. male comics as well. It's the same, man. It's you get me. You get Joel me doing it. Yeah, Joel Domitz, Joel is a big boy sneakerhead. I've seen his sneakers, yeah. it's wild. Exactly. Joel Domitz, another guy, like makes the effort. I try and make the effort. It's nice to see comics now, not doing that whole boring ass suit. Like, yeah. and I know like even you, and I know Andrew mentions got his like football tee thing that he yeah, wears yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. It's like, it's a nice style. It's, imp- I tell you, it's so, in- it's so important to ball out on yeah. stage. Also, um, there was a great Tyler the Creator quote. Tyler, Tyler. There's another guy. Tyler had some of the most life-changing fucking words. Like, you know how Hove will just give a million dollars worth of game in yeah. a sentence? Yeah, yeah. Tyler was like, um, what was he? I'd like? still take the 250 over uh, <laughs> yeah, a dinner with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would you rather have 250,000 or have dinner with Hove? I'll take the 250,000. Yeah, I'll take I'll take 50,000, to yeah. be fair. Like, um, what's it? Yeah. Um, Tyler was like, everyone worries about the content. Yeah. No one ever worries about how it's packaged. Oof. And that is exact. The package great, is man. the first thing people interface with. Listen, why do you think I brought mad amounts of suitcases and stuff yeah. to Edinburgh? Like, <laughs> ball got, out. When did you get here? I got here yesterday. What time? Uh, well, four, about 4 p.m. 4 p.m. He's not even kind of done packing. Bro, <laughs> not even kind of done. He is. He is. I've, already bro- I've already brought my bed. <laughs> 
literally, bro, this house, I sat on the bed, snapped yeah. in half, bro. It's like stepbrothers. Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> my friend is, my friend is, mash. It's, nah, it's done in, you know? <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. Like, never feel like you can't ball out on stage. Yeah. Never feel you can't wear this daring outfit. This, I mean, I did this in my life at the Apollo with like frills on my jacket. I feel like now, oh, as comedians, you should just like, because here's the thing. You started, so I started comedy as a teenager. I've nearly been doing comedy longer than I've been like alive. Like ne I'm nearly there. By the time I turn 36, it would be like half my life. But you are, you're already a man now, but you're going to grow into like a proper man doing stand-up comedy like me. Oh. And it, 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 it changes you, man. It really does yeah. change you. And you find your own style and you go, right, if I wasn't doing comedy, I definitely would not be dressing like this. But you find your own, and you see other people. Yeah. Like I look at, like a lot of my sort of like wear what you want on stage type attitude comes from comedians. Yeah, yeah. Literally, Kiri's one for sure. Rachel Fairburn's one. They like, broke through. The they broke. They 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 broke through. They, they said fuck it. Yeah. And you know what I love? You know what I love about them? Um, with the dress, they helped me break through the um the uh, sequin TV thing. Yeah. So <laughs> when you do TV, and this is the thing that I've this is the thing that I've noticed. Yeah. If you're a man and you try and wear anything with sequins, they'll go, oh, the cameras. Yeah. But when a woman wears it, never, never complains. I've literally been told before, I can't, I've literally been told before on TV, I can't wear sequins. Yeah. Like a sequin jacket or something, because it gets in the way of the cameras. But then, but then I've seen, I've been, I've, I did a show with Kiri one time and they told me I couldn't wear sequins and Kiri had a sequin skirt on. And I was like, and I was like, huh. And ever since then, I've really pushed for it and I've like got away with it. Yeah. But there is that thing with TV as well where, Depends on, like I did one show with uh, Craig Revel Hallward. Yeah, yeah. And obviously he's a big star, great guy. He was wearing a sequin jacket. No one said a thing. But I put on a sequin shirt, like sequin around the collars. Hey, it's messing with our cameras. Can you believe that's an excuse in 2023? Messing yeah, with, with our, our cameras. cameras. We can put, we put, we put people into space for fun. <laughs> you're telling me, a, you're telling me a, a little bit of sequin is messing up your cameras. Yeah. Oh, I, so enough, this is, this is a little TV broadcast, Darren. I used to take stuff in my early days of doing telly, yeah. just so it could get steam pressed. That's so But funny. I knew that it had no chance of getting it's on like TV. Going home to your parents' house with your laundry. <laughs> dude, I would, dude, I'd turn up with something with like, uh, Moschino here, full well knowing that's not making it on TV with the logo. understand how privileged our lives are. Like our version of going home to our parents is being on fucking television. <laughs> I'm a, we're, real, we're real pieces of shit, dude. We're real scumbags, man. That was literally it. Shame is delicious. Tad, while well, we're in, uh, what are you plugging? Well, what, plug what you got going on? Um, my show, Inhibition Exhibition, at uh, 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 Bunker 2, Pleasant's Courtyard. Follow me on Instagram, at TadIsFunny. At TadIsFunny. Darren. Before we start the podcast, you wanted to guess how many previews I've done. Because at the same gig that he told me to like chill the fuck out, he, uh, I, I, I told him how many previews I wanted to do. And he said, if you go past 30, you'll kill yourself. Yep, yep, yep. So guess how many I've done. <sighs> how, including, how, including today, including uh, the next two days to preview me. How long ago was that when I... When... That was Northampton. That was... Um, uh, that was I was unemployed, so it must have been between... Uh, Late September. Jesus, a whole September. year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Okay, because I'm gonna say, oh man, if you, did, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you. Cut twenty five. Twenty five since then or total? Oh, we're talking total. Total. 
Yeah, no, you was on a run. Ah, oh, I'm gonna go outrageous and say forty total. Yeah, sixty. Abs- mate, you've done three different shows worth of previews. That is, you you know what, mate? You can do heroin tonight because <laughs> you know your show inside and out. Holy. 60 previews. He did 60 one-hour previews of his show. Tad, Jesus Christ. This is why, this, but this is, this is the problem with this. This is why people say I'm cocky. The issue is that what what happens is I do twice as much work. But how many years have you been doing that? Uh, What? That preview? Uh, I've been doing it since uh, last MacFest, so like a year and a bit. Fucking hell, you've done more previews than, I mean, yeah, because most comic- The thing the thing is that like, I will work a lot. I was watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger thing today. Where it's it was great, like, uh, it's the work, best. Work relentlessly and then promote it. Yes. Work relentlessly and then promote it. And he said it the third time, like, you dumb motherfuckers. Work, work relentlessly. And then promote, that's the whole thing you And then promote it. So like, when I say, work. look at the work I've done, people go, what arrogant prick. It's like, no. I've just said what happened. Yeah, but there comes- I've just recounted reality. I've not said I'm the best. I've not called myself the GOAT. I've just said, look at what I've done. Isn't that nice? How much- No, you're a dick. It's like, no, dude, I've just said exactly I mean, they're not- happened. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> you're gonna be- <laughs> But 60 previews is, I, I, I mean, I think about my show yeah. and I know there's still, I've still got work to do on my show because it's Edinburgh, you're supposed to yeah. still work. I did about 16 previews and I'm like, man, I could do with at least another five. Yeah. But if somebody said to me, hey man, do you want to do another 39? I'd be like, um, maybe not. I mean, it's it's impressive. Your show is. I'm assuming your show is fucking iron tight. It's it's that, but also um, there's room. Are you sick of it yet? No, because um, it's changed so much. Okay. I've got um, the way I, this, this this is this sounds cunty, but I wrote the show to be like um, uh, the starting eleven of football team. Mm-hmm. And there's about two or three bits that are probably good enough to be in the show, but not. They, they are yeah. dips. And the show currently has no dips. It's as funny as wow. the way through. And so if there's if it, if there's a dip while I'm performing it, I'm like, mm. fuck, I suck at comedy. I'm shit. I should kill myself. It's not- I'm a terrible comedian. It should for me, I feel like it should be bow, 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 bow. Yeah. But well, yeah, you're one of those comedians. So when I've seen you, so with me, yeah. I like to be funny, a dip, bring it down. Yeah. And then go back. I like that kind of flow. It just suits my style of comedy more. Whereas you, you're much more of a joke guy. Yeah. yeah, As in like, you're willing to say something that is obviously not true. Very, very fake and real for the sake of a joke, whether it's a pun, whether it's a what. Whereas I don't really do that sort of stuff. And I've always appreciated that when I've watched you in the past. Because I, because you know, you always like comedians who do stuff that you don't do. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. I I often um, will notice a premise yeah. and then build my um, build my worldview around the premise based on what's funnier. So yeah. like, I, 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 if, if it was funnier for me to be racist against yeah. people, I would do that. It's because always the way to be. For the bag. It's- well, not the bag, but- <laughs> 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 if it, hang on, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna edit that. That, that's the clip, dude. I'm tagging you with that. If it's funnier to be racist to black people, that's where the bag is, dude. Look at you, Kanye. I don't give a shit, dude. Talk about clout niggas. Comedy is a choice. Seems like they had a choice. They could have just ran from comedy. What are they doing? What are they doing? Vote Trump. 
<laughs> it's wild, dude. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. It's it's fun, man. Like it's, yeah, it, fun, it, it's so fun. Like what did you what did you used to do before you did comedy? I mean, was that uni? Software engineering. Software engineering. Wow. And then you, what made you want to get into comedy? I know it's like a real uh, Edinburgh fringe. Yeah, it was like when I was when I was sixteen. But you know, I grew up in Cardiff. Right? Yeah. So like, um, I was not. I didn't have friends really. Mm. But I was just starting to get a proper friendship group that like I would go sleepovers. And nice. We'd hang out in the summer, and then I got my mum ripped me out of it to put me in the sixth form that Lewis Hamilton went to. In wow. Because like it. I made the grades for it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But then because I lost my network and me and my mom at the time weren't getting along, mm. like we're fucking great now. But like, Because you don't live there. Because you don't live there. there. <laughs> That's like me and my mom. Yeah, yeah. Me, I, me and my mom, we, uh, I was ready to fucking uppercut her, yeah. dude. What's that? As <laughs> soon as I left home, me and my mom's relationship, my mom's like my best friend. Yeah, oh my God. There's that, there's that, um, it's because we're massive egos. There's that thing. Yeah. There's that uh, Jay Cole lyric where he's like, the bigger, the bigger we get, the more likely ego, egos collide. It's just physics. It's true. Um, yeah. It's like For real, me and man. my mom in the same room, if we have a disagreement, there's no consensus. Yeah. She's the smartest person she knows. I'm the smartest person I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Neither of us concede a drop of ground. So So when I when I was sixteen, I just my grades fell apart because I was just no one liked me at this new school because I was mm. trying too hard. Then I come home and have an argument with my mum. Yeah, you don't so need that. Not, it was just not pleasant. So like um I wanted to do physics, but I had a physics tutor that said, Because you you fucked up lower sixth, you're not gonna get Cambridge or Oxford. And so you're not going to have a career in physics. So that's what we're wow. Like, obviously, yeah, you didn't make the, the grades to do that. But what was you watching? What comedians were you? So, for example. Oh, yeah. So when I was 12, Chris Rock. It's always an early one. It's, I've, this is what I've noticed, right? Yeah. So, like, I could I could say to you, oh, I was watching the Chappelle show 2005, 2006, yeah. started comedy. Yeah. No. First time I wanted to be a comedian, and I, I, I didn't know it was watching Amadou Lily's Live at the Apollo in 2002. Yeah. I was 14. I was still carrying a knife. <laughs> and I watched yeah. Amadou Lily, and he does, he did like a character, hello, I'm the terrorist guy. And he sang a song, and he came out, and he did this, he did this like terrorist guy. And I was sitting in my house as a sort of 14 year old going, why is this terrorist so funny? <laughs> and then he keeps doing it. And he, I, I like to tell a horrible joke and then sing a golden oldie. And then he just start, he just goes, oh, I can't keep it up. And I just started howling. And ever since then, I was like, what is this? And then I watched like Lee Mack. And then I just went, uh, it, it, subconsciously, comedy was where it was for me. And yeah, so you say Chris Rock. Was that yeah. watching, was, did you watch it with your family? Nah, Chris Rock was on the PSP after bedtime. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the, what the handheld PSP? Were you watching Bigger and Blacker? Yeah, all that shit. I was watching all that shit. This is what this 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 is what gets me. Right? And I really want to do a bit about this, but there's just no room for it in the show. Mm. So like, um, I was there was a part of Never Scared where Chris Rock goes smacking with a dick, smacking with a dick. Yeah, legendary. And he's sticking the ear, sticking in the ear, sticking the ah, fucking ah, blind bitch, skate, skate, skate. Yeah, I remember that. I watched that when I was 12. Funny. I was 12 years old. That's a great... And I was doing that kind of shit. Never school. Scared? Yeah. Was that the one... Was that the one where he's in different outfits? Uh, that's... that's uh, Kill I remember... the Messenger. Oh, Kill the Messenger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I remember Bigger and Backer when he's talking about the, the fat women's legs in those boots and it's like baking <laughs> bread. I remember that. That's Again, that's my earliest comedy memory yeah, is yeah, that yeah. scene yeah. in the 90s watching, looking at my family, yeah. howling at them. Yeah. And I was too young to sort of take in what was happening, yeah. 
But that was my earliest remem- memory of comedy was that, and like Real McCoy, that sort of stuff. But yeah, um, so I was doing that kind of shit at school and the kids were the children. So at one parenting, and it really fucks me up because my mother only told me about this maybe last year mm. and pushed 2021. Um, there was one parents evening where a teacher and my mom, like one of my chemistry teachers brought my mom in close. She was like, I think your son is hilarious, but he's telling jokes that other children don't understand. <laughs> so I can't laugh at it or I'll lose my job. Wow. And so I'm at an impasse. My mother waited fucking 10 years. All my mom had to say is edit your material. Yeah. And I would have been the most popular fucking kid at That's school. That's so funny. But for 10 years, I just, no one liked me because I was like five years ahead comedically because I was so exposed to shit. Yeah. It wasn't for children. Yeah, you yeah, you you and had it. Getting it because, you had it. You had that. Oh my God. You, it's weird, man. Like it's- That's such a- Fucked up for a mother to keep from a son. It's like, what's, yeah. Oh, it's like, that's, that's, that's the same level. But maybe like she would. a dad in a different country. Yeah, yeah. That's the same. Level. And when did she tell you that? Like, maybe last year. That's so funny. That's so funny. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, you've always been a comedian. You've always been at light years ahead of everybody. You know when you told me you wanted to be a comedian? I thought to <laughs> and myself. I, and I gaslit you. Yeah. Just tried to quit for five fucking years until you made any fucking money. I thought I should have told you that bit, but to be, I, for, I forgot. What, what am I like? That is such a mum thing That's to do. Oh, it's meaningless. Because I guess it's, your mum's probably similar to my mum, where yeah. you tell them you're doing stand-up comedy, and all your mum knows is that you're working at another job. And she's yeah. like, well, you're not a comedian at yeah. all. It's like a pipe dream. It's, and you know. not only that, you're, you're doing comedy is taken away from the time you should be working. You should be working till 7 p.m. Get a real job. What do, okay, what... Um, just to sort of wrap up, what did you, what do your family think you're doing comedy now? Because you're uh, you're a full time comedian yeah. with a part time job still, I yeah. guess, because you got to pay off Edinburgh. Yeah. But you're doing really well. Have they ever seen you live? Uh, for the first time, uh, one of my cousins came the other day, um, and he loved he. Oh my god! So there's a I don't do a sad at the fifty moment, fifty whatever. I yeah, do it, it doesn't it doesn't suit you. It's not your style. No, it's not my style. But there is um, I was I was saying this on a Radio Wales interview today. Whereas like there's a thing you can do where um, you make it seem kind of sad, you somber it up, you slow it down, cool. so that you can cut, come over here and hit yeah! fucking, yeah, like yeah. You're, you're, you're doing a bunch of leg kicks so you can do an overhand, you know? I'm with you on that. So I was doing that, like doing a bunch of leg kicks, setting up the joke, quite somber, and, and I said something along the lines of like, and that's that's why uh, you can't want everyone to like, if you want everyone to like you, da 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 And then, um, what's it called? <laughs> My cousin's wife goes, but we like you. She tries to start out of applause. She's like, come on, guys. <laughs> I, oh. I know it talks to them. Oh. I love you so much. You're oh. my favorite person. Oh, she means well, but she she's ruining the like. The baby was away, so with the bump, so they had been creating. But we like so waved. But we love you, and then just the moments just. (laughs) Then you gotta try and do your pull back and reveal or whatever the joke is, and it's like. 
Oh, family are hilarious, family dude. The best, there is a part of that. Even now, man, my family come to a gig and like, I'm like, oh boy. If I said, <laughs> but I'm going to do that joke about my mom. My mom might be like, that's actually not true. Why are you lying? I'm like, oh boy. Shame is delicious. Chad, give, this has been great, man. You know what? I, I want to get you back. I want to get you back. Because this yeah. is, listen, you haven't done a performance yet at the Fringe. No, it's the first time so, I've ever yeah, I want to get you back when, like, in a couple of weeks and just see oh, how... Fucking serious. It's like, this. It's like why, you, why, why have you got one lens in your sunglasses? It's like, I don't know, dude. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a rough month, man, for the share. <laughs> it's been a rough month, dude. You gotta, Chad. What's your what's your socials, man? Oh, uh, uh, uh. hey, let me let me ask you on the award because because you you you're ahead of it. Who 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 are you looking at? Like, oh, they're 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 like a, every time. There's always somebody asks, new. There's always somebody new. Someone asks me, and I I really believe this in my heart. Yeah. This is Dan Tiernan's year. Yeah. Remember last year when Victoria was like, I'm the guy. Yeah, it did not happen for him like that. Dan Tiernan, yeah, Dan, Dan Tiernan is the guy. I love Dan. He's a hot boy. I'm gonna hoping to get him on the podcast. But you say you say that, you say that. But I'm telling you, there's always an American out the blue. My year, Nat Natalie Palamendes came out of nowhere with her ex show. She won best newcomer on my show. Janine Haruni, no one really knew her like that. She won. Uh, so, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, my girl uh, does a oh god. Uh, 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 Yes, came out of nowhere, the 21 main show. There's always some American yeah, yeah, or like, a, uh, what's my my girl's name from Norway? Uh, oh, she won Best Newcomer about a year before I got nominated. Yeah. There's always there's always these people that you go, oh, I did not see this person coming. So there's yeah, yeah. so like, it's it's very it's rarely. Dan, it's Dan Tiernan. I'm telling you, my dude, um, my agent the other day at the uh, Sean Locke Award. Uh, oh, I yes. I nominated, but I didn't win. And she, she thought I'd do a, I'd do a meltdown. Like, I don't, this is the thing. <laughs> I'm so used to losing. Yeah, you get used to I it, dude. Listen, I don't, I don't expect to ever get nominated for any uh, yeah. stand-up comedy award ever again. Yeah. I've been nominated for two. Yeah. I was the first black male to be nominated more than once. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. I've got my two little Dave trophies at home. <laughs> they look so bloody cute. I don't need any. I'm happy, man. Like yeah. let every, like if 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 another, for example, if there's, I, I can't figure on top of my head, but if there's another act, another sort of black or Asian act yeah. who is doing their full show and they get nominated, yo, I'm so fucking happy for them. Because I remember, listen, when I got nominated for best show, yeah. Dane texts me. Now yeah. I look, I look at Dane probably in a similar way that you look at me. Even though we started together, Dane was killing it long before me. Dane sent me. Dane sent me a text message. First thing he said was, congratulations, you just made history. And I was like, oh yeah. Because Dane was like, yeah. first black act, British act to be nominated for both. Yeah. But I remember messaging Dane when he got nominated going, first black British act to ever get nominated. Like that's, nice. that's a, that, and that's how it is. And then Dane, and then I messaged, it was Kwame. And then I think it was Emmanuel last year. And then hopefully it's one of you and like Andrew and then Sophie. I'm sure, I'm sure it was London Hughes was the first black woman to ever be nominated for main show. And I think Sophie as well. It's like, it's wild. Like I count it's it. It's crazy because we're funnier than all these white motherfuckers. Like, so much more funnier than these white motherfuckers. <laughs> so much more funnier. But the issue, the issue is that they're all funny white people. But the issue, <laughs> the issue I mean, is- I guess so. The issue is that um, uh, relatability, when a white person is just talking about white shit, mm. it's just easier to get in someone's head. You have to explain culture yeah. and joke in a sentence and make that sentence funny, yeah. which is an annoying obstacle. Uh, because it's not just, oh, black people talk about black shit. No, we're not talking about racism. We're talking about black shit. 
Black just, shit. Black shit. For realsy. Stuff that just happens. Mm-hmm. Just like, just shit. I, I have a whole section in my show about black tax, about how much fuck, the, the reason why I have to make all this fucking money is because my parents just take, take it off me. Yeah. And it's not like, it's like for emergencies. Bro, I have a bit in my show where I talk about, I, t- I go to audience. Does anybody have a family member who is like a, an important family member, but they live two miles away and you don't have any relationship with them? Yeah. And the, and the, cra- and the crowd are like, what? I'm like, oh, is that? Like my granddad lives two miles away yeah. and I've met him two times. No interest in the family. Yeah, That's yeah. like everybody I meet. Oh, did anybody else have a brother? You find out's not your real brother yeah. on your 27th birthday. People are like, huh? <laughs> All right, this is it. Tad, give us one more plug in your show and your socials, man. At Tad is funny. Jeez. On Instagram, at Tad is funny. The show is called Inhibition Exhibition at the Pleasant Courtyard, 9.25 p.m. Follow your Instagram at Tad is funny. The link is in there. Uh, thank you very much. And you can follow me, Roadman, Pleasant, Beneath. Uh, I'm also on tour in September, Roadman Tour. Uh, yeah, follow me on all the socials at Darren Harrier and keep supporting the ting, man. Like and subscribe. See you in a bit. Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions